NFI, North Carolina, Georgia, California, New York, Seattle, Washington, around the world, in studio, NFI Radio Gospel Network, the number one quartet station in the world. Won't you tell them for me the man. 
Very pleasant, good Sunday morning to you. It is Sunday, and it's February the 11th, 2024, as we give God all the praise, the glory, and the honor, and thank all of you again for catching the wave. We are your number one quartet and contemporary Christian station in the world, and you can lock in with us right here Mondays through Sundays from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Simply joining us on our website, nl5radio.com, and you can join us on blogtalkradio.com, as well as on our Facebook page, NFI Radio Gospel Network. This is Super Bowl Sunday, and it's the San Francisco 49ers against the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, those of you... You're going to be making preparation today. Make sure you have all that you know in the right place and protect yourself. All right, make sure if you're inviting others over that you be the one to open the door and make sure you lock the door back behind them if they leave. Be sure you do that. Don't forget it. All right. We're going to continue with more great gospel music 15 minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on a wonderful Sunday, giving God all the praise, the glory, and the honor. Thank all of you again for catching the way. Charismatics, they challenge us, I say it all the time. Our songs are not scripturally sound. We need more scripture. So all you charismatics that's listening... Go run, get your back. Dust it off and open it. Turn to Isaiah 35 and 8. Hey, what highway we on? I'm on the highway. Isaiah 35 and 8.
call on Jesus, he'll be right there. When you call that name, he'll be right there. When you call on Jesus, he'll be right there. Go ahead and call on Jesus, he'll be right there. Go ahead and call on Every time 
Watch God work it out. We are right at the bottom of the hour, 8.30 a.m. on a wonderful Sunday morning, February the 11th, 2024, Super Bowl Sunday. And I believe kickoff time is at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Look, I pray that you've enjoyed the music thus far. We've got more coming your way right here from the NFI Studios, Raleigh, North Carolina, We'll be right back with more music right after this. NFI, North Carolina, Georgia, California, New York, Seattle, Washington, around the world, in studio, NFI Radio Gospel Network, the number one quartet station in the world.
That's the sounds of Huey Williams, uh, the lead singer of the Jackson Southerners. We are right at 15 minutes before the top of the hour of 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time again. Thank you so much for catching the wave. I'm your host, the Anointed One. I'm going to be right here with you all the way up till 11 a.m. this morning. We've got more music all the way up to 8 o'clock tonight, so stay right where you are, right here on the NL5 Radio Gospel Network. Again, our website, nl5radio.com. If God's been good to you uh, this week, and, and especially this morning because he woke you up and, and you have uh, the activities of your limb, you're able to breathe. And I believe that uh, if you continually just say, God, I thank you, just thank you, Lord, for the small things that I omit many times that I don't even realize that are truly a blessing to me. I, I thank you, Lord, for for uh, what you're doing in my life and how you're protecting me from seen and unseen danger. And, Lord, I just thank you for traveling grace that when I drive on the highway that you provide protection for me and covering me. And even when I'm in the stores and moving around in this society, in my home, and in in my neighborhood and those that I visit, Lord, I, I just give you praise because you are worthy 
to be praised. I just want to just say thank you. Did you say that this morning? Did you tell God thank you? If you haven't, take time out to tell him thank you because he's worthy to be praised. And uh, I, I believe there's somebody praising him right now. Let's get back with more great gospel music. Very pleasant. Good Sunday morning. Today.
You know, there are songs we sang years ago that when you sing them now, the charismatics challenge us. And so you have no scripture for that song. Your song is not scripturally sound. But many of the songs that our forefathers sang were not based upon scripture. It was based out of experience. They experienced things and they went through things. And sometimes in the fields, I'm told, because I'm not that old, that that was the way they would signal one another. Tell them how to meet each other at different places, how things could go for them. I just need to hear that in my ear that I could kind of get it. And sometimes, after they'd worked all day, they wanted to just meet together and have prayer. They would just tell each other, let's go down by the river. Let's go down.
minutes 12 minutes after the hour 9 a.m eastern standard time that's the sounds of little roy in revelation right here from the nfi studios in raleigh north carolina again once again we certainly thank you so much it is our uh gratitude and honor to thank all of you that reached out to us on last week uh for our uh 10th anniversary and uh, what a great time we had on February the 3rd 2024 and so many uh, remarks and response of our uh, 10th anniversary celebration live over the airway somebody said well are you going to have a program uh, uh, are you going to have a program and bring some of the uh, artists in uh, for your anniversary uh, well I, I said uh Four, what is it, four or five years ago that I would not have any more physically um, programs um, 
anniversaries um, to um, come and, um, you know, celebrate it with me. So um, I, I don't see that right now. I don't know what may happen in the next uh, several months or, or maybe uh, the next year. But right now we're just, just going to continue um, just celebrate it over the airways. And as those of you just reach out and send your love and those of you just been a blessing to us in so many ways, we appreciate everything that you've done to uh, be a part of this network. And we couldn't do it without you. Uh, once again, we give God all the praise, the glory, and the honor. And those of you, if you want to know what this network is all about, we are uh, not a normal network. We are concerned about man and woman, soul and spirit, that we may compel them to come to Christ. We're not about competition. We, we're not in competition or uh, are competing against someone. Uh, we're, we're not about compromising, uh, you know, how people compromise and, you know, sometimes they flash money in the face uh, to, to get them to join or go along with them. We're not about that. No, no, we're not about that. We're about doing the will of the Lord, and that is to win souls for the glory of God. The Bible says that he who wins souls is wise. And uh, we reach out in so many ways um, here from the NFI studios. Uh, we go out and we do so many different sources of reaching out in the community. We, we feed the hungry. We, we uh, also reach out as uh, prison ministry. We also reach out with the tent crusade where we go out for three days and set up the tent. And uh, we bring forth the word of God in various uh, communities around each city. We, we go in various cities. We're not just in one location. We move around, okay? So that's why we are an international network. We have uh, great, great men and women of God that's um, in other countries that are, are in connected with us, and we're continually uh, reaching and communicating with each other uh, uh, each and every day. So we thank them. They are listening. You may not know it, but they are listening as well, and they are reaching out um, also to let us know that they are listening. So we thank all of you. If you don't um, reach out to let us know you're listening, you can go to our website at nfiradio.com, and in the left column, you'll see comments um, where the NFI is, and you can uh, put a comment in right there in that left column section to let us know that you're enjoying the music. God bless you. Coming up to the top of the hour this morning, that awesome preacher, that teacher, man of God from Silas City, North Carolina, is Pastor Cecil Wilson with the True Community Church radio broadcast. Now, let's get back with more of the very best in gospel music. Very pleasant. Good Sunday morning to you. It's February the 11th, 2024, Super Bowl Sunday weekend. I want to let you know, whatever God promised you, it's going to come to the pass. Just hold on, listen.
sometimes in my home, trouble arrives. Seems like when things are going right, all I know for I know it's something else and the broken loose on the other side. But there's a place that's prepared for me. When I get there, won't have to worry about that no more. What I'm trying to tell you out there, it won't be no trouble. It won't be no Catch the wave seven days a week, 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. at NFI Radio Gospel Network, Raleigh, North Carolina, on our website nfiradio.com or on Facebook at NFI Radio Gospel Network. Or listen by phone by calling 347-215-8049. We also have a television gospel broadcast that airs every Saturday from 4 p.m. till 5 p.m. out of DeKalb, Georgia, on DeKalb Channel 25. Or live stream us at decal25.com. It's all live right here on the NFI. Coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina. You're, you're, you're tuned in to the Award Internet Radio Station. You're at the right place at the right time. The NFI coming to you live from Raleigh, North Carolina. Hold up. Wait just a minute. The station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love music. Best music. We're online. 24-7. 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. The hottest DJ mixing the beat. Beat, 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 beat. Mixing, 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 mixing the beat. In the mix. In the mix. Back to back, beat to beat. Come on, DJ. Hit me with another track. On your radio. Keep it locked right here. Showcase fellowship inspired. Showcase. 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 
Showcase Fellowship Inspire. NFI, North Carolina, Georgia, California, New York, Seattle, Washington, around the world, in studio, NFI Radio Gospel Network, the number one quartet station in the world. Everybody here for me. I pray in peace. 
Church in Solace City, North Carolina. You're listening to the NFI Radio Gospel Network in Raleigh, North Carolina. Catch the wave. Come on, let's have some church. Come on, say, living miracle. Oh, God, say, Oh, yes.
bless me with my strength. Oh God, you let me live to see another day. Yeah, without you, Lord, I don't know where I would be. Come on, help me say, living me because. Just one more time. 
minutes before the top of the hour of 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Once again, want to thank all of you so much for catching the wave, your number one war-headed contemporary Christian station in the world. We are right here to bring to you the very finest in quartet and contemporary gospel music around the world. The old, the new, and it's all just for you. All right, all right. Coming up right here, top of the hour, that awesome preacher, teacher, man of God, Pastor Cecil Wilson of the True Community Church, Silas City, North Carolina. He'll be coming forth with a word on this Sunday morning February the 11th, 2024, Super Bowl Sunday weekend. All right. Well, look, I'm going to ask you something. I'm going to ask you this. You know, I listen to the people all in various cities and uh, all the news media and how hyped up and excited they are about this Super Bowl Sunday weekend. But can society as a whole, can the nation as a whole, can the people in legislation and Senate and, and up in Congress and in the White House as a whole, truly, truly uh, empty out and pour out the excitement about Jesus like they are about a Super Bowl? Come on, somebody, help me. <laughs> Think about it, huh? If they are that excited about a football game, why not they're not that excited about Jesus? Because if it was not for the Lord on our side, we wouldn't be able to even be saying a word today. There would be no Super Bowl game and there wouldn't be no players on the field. But because of God's grace and his mercy and because of his love and tender kindness, he has reached out to society. He has reached out to America, and they have turned their back on God. I know you're not one of those that's listening this morning. You haven't turned your back on God. You, you're reaching out and asking the Lord, what do you want me to do now, huh? Well, I tell you this. If I were you, I would say, Lord, forgive me for not reaching out and not uh, doing what I know I need to be doing for your glory. Because it's all because of your son, Jesus Christ, God, that you gave for you and I, that we may live and not die, but have a right to everlasting life. So today, give God the praise. Give him the glory. Give him the honor. Because he deserves all of it. God bless you. Let's get back with more great gospel music. You are catching the wave right here from the NFI Studios. Raleigh, North Carolina, your number one quartet at contemporary Christian station in the world. Oh, there is peace within your prayer. 
Give him praise, give him praise, give him praise. And now, let's join Pastor Cecil Wilson of the True Community Church, located in Silas City, North Carolina. Now, Pastor Cecil Wilson. Good morning, Pastor Wilson. Amen. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, God Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. On the third day he arose again into heaven, sit at the right hand God the Father Almighty. We come now in the name of Jesus, humbly submitting ourselves to the mercies of God. We just thank you, our kind Father, for you've been so good to us. You've been better to us than we've been to us. And we pray, Lord, this morning, we invoke your Holy Spirit. Come, heavenly dove, rest, rule, and abide, lead, and guide this service this morning. Hallelujah. Lord God, we need you this morning. Someone needs a touch from the Lord. Hallelujah. We're praying, Lord. We are touching and agreeing in our spirits right now because we know on your word, your word says live and shall not die until you declare the works of the Lord. That's right. We we shall finish what God sent us out to do because your word shall not return void. And we know there's an enemy, but we know you can bind an enemy. That's right, because you have conquered everything at the cross. Hallelujah. We come now. Uh, we Right now, somebody in need of a touch, somebody in need of a miracle this morning, somebody need a word from the Lord. And, Lord, we're standing on your word in the book of James. Said there are those that are sick and afflicted, those that call for the elders of the church. And let them come to your anointing you with oil and a touch and agreeing. Hallelujah. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and raise them up. And if they committed any sins, they shall be forgiven. We're standing on the word this morning. We're standing. We're declaring the creed that they shall be well. Rise up. Off of that bed of affliction. Look well to the hills which come of your help. Right now, I'm speaking to your body, speaking to every organ, every cell, every membrane in your body. Get in order. Be ye healed and whole right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All infirmities, we are casting you out. Stand in agreeing right now on the word and the promises of God. Because God said he want us well, we shall be well. And we believe it by faith right now in the name of Jesus. Walk in the newness of life. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Today we're going to Ephesians, dealing with Apostle Paul. Ephesians, the second chapter, begin reading at the 11th verse. Over in the New Testament, Apostle Paul writings, amen, the epistles of Paul. In Ephesians, the second chapter, and the 11th verse. Amen. Giving you time to get there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I just feel it in my spirit. Someone needs a touch from the Lord. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is going to meet you at the altar of your heart this morning. Reach out and touch him. Hallelujah. That's right. Just speak to your body. Say, I am well. Speak to it right now in faith. Just don't say the words. Believe it in your heart that I am well. I am well. I am whole. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on now. Say, I am well. I am well. I am whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is making the blood of Jesus. Apply the blood of Jesus. 
right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody needs you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, let's get started. We got a lot to cover. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians, second chapter, begin reading at the 11th verse. Follow with me. Amen. Amen. Just before we get there, I just want to give you just a brief overview dealing with Apostle Paul. He was out on the road to Damascus, and remember, he was Saul before his name become Paul. He was already Paul and Saul, but you know, some of us, we have two names. And so he, Saul was his past life, and Paul is, was his new life. And Apostle Paul wrote over two-thirds of the New Testament, and that is known as the epistles of Paul or the letters that are written by Paul or in reference to Paul or the books from the book of Romans all the way to Philemon. You know, and Apostle Paul opened each of these books with a salutation or a greeting of grace, peace, and favor be to you. And we studied last Sunday that Paul was converted from Judaism or from the uh, the teachings of the Pharisees and all to Christianity. So he went from Saul to Paul. On the road to Damascus, he had a Damascus experience, or he had an experience. That's right. He had a touch from the Lord. Hallelujah. He met Jesus on the road to Damascus. He was headed there to gain some more power and to do more killing and persecute more Jews or followers of Christ. But God, rich in his mercy and his grace, had Jesus to call out to Saul on that road to Damascus, and he and the group accompanying Paul heard the voice of Jesus. And we picked it up in uh, last time in Acts the 26th chapter, and it says, And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. And why art thou persecuting me? And so we used that for a subject last time as an opening for this series. of. And, you know, when it says stop, Jesus told him, stop persecuting me. Paul, you thought you were doing me a favor when you were persecuting the Jews and my followers, but you weren't doing me a favor. You were, when you did it to the least of them, you were doing it unto me. And can't you today hear the people? Can't you hear our children? Can't you hear our young people in the streets? Can you hear them crying out, why are thou persecuting me? Don't you hear them? They're crying out for help. They're actually crying out for direction. They are brokenhearted. They feel like no one loved them. They feel like they don't have no hope for success, and they're just crying out, getting attention the wrong way for help. And today, all these killings and these wrong decisions, what they are actually saying is, please, please stop persecuting me and love me. I need to hear some words of love, but more than the words of love, I need to see love. And I need to know that I am loved because uh, I don't know what love looks like. Some of them never seen love in their family. Doesn't know why lives matter so much, and that's why it doesn't matter anything to them. It's easy to kill, steal, and to destroy. And we know there's an enemy, the devil. He will what? He come to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's using them, taking advantage of them. And so when God opens Saul's eyes from blindness, that's right. Paul was blinded whenever 
the, the light and the spirit of God came and it blinded him on that road to Damascus. Laid on, God saw fit and sent Ananias there to touch him and open up uh, Paul's blinded eyes. And Paul then was able to see Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection like he had never seen or known before. Now Paul can come into the fellowship and union with Christ, knowing Jesus now as Lord and Savior. And that's the way we are now. When we come into fellowship and we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we come into the fellowship and union. We are restored back in good standing with God, and we now know Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And so God told Paul, don't worry. Don't worry when they go out there because then the people that Paul had persecuted as Saul, they now want to persecute him. And God told Paul, don't worry because if I be for you, who in the world can be against you? And Acts, the 18th chapter, picks it up and says, for I am with you, and no one is going to attack and harm you because I have many people in this city. That's the word of God. Don't worry. God, God has people in that city, angels working on his behalf. And sometimes people are entertaining angels and not even aware. Read the entire ninth chapter of Acts, and then you'll pick up the history of Paul's road and experience to Damascus. I'm going to read something now from Galatians, and then we'll get into our text in Ephesians. I'm going now to Galatians, the second chapter, and begin reading the first verse. And I'm reading in the NIV. And this is Paul being accepted by the other apostles. Remember, there were 12 apostles. Paul was not one of those. He came in later and became an apostle when Jesus appointed him as apostle on the road to Damascus. And I went up again to Jerusalem. So Paul, 14 years later, he goes up to Jerusalem to meet with the church leaders and the Sanhedrin. And this time, the scripture says, he, he took Titus along with him and went in response to a revelation and a meeting privately with those who called themselves the esteemed leaders. And the word says here in, in Galatians, I presented to them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. I wanted to be sure, Paul said, that I was not running and had not been running my race in vain. And as for those who were held in high esteem, whatever they were makes no difference to me. God does not show favoritism. God does not have no respected person. And they added nothing to my message. Paul said he went up and met with them. When he got through, they didn't add a thing to his message. They didn't change his belief in what he had learned on the road to Damascus when he had a Jesus encounter. And on the contrary, they, they actually they recognized that Paul had been entrusted with a task of preaching the gospel to the uncircumcised. The uncircumcised were the Gentiles, and that's us. If you're not a Jew, it's not Jewish, you are a Gentile. And so Peter was preaching and teaching to the circumcised or the Jews. But it says here in that Galatians, the second chapter, and the eighth verse says, For God, who was at work in Peter as an apostle to the circumcised, was also at work in me as an apostle to the Gentiles. And so Apostle Paul leads Jerusalem now, reaffirmed that his teaching the Jewish law is no longer the exclusive path to righteousness and that Christians now 
have a new freedom in Christ. And so we go to Ephesians, now the second chapter. And before we get there, I'm going to touch on one verse in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, the fifth verse. And so we now, as believers, and when you become a believer, you have a new freedom in Christ. In Ephesians, the fourth chapter and fifth verse confirms that. It said there's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. So when Paul went up to Jerusalem and met with the Sanhedrin, the Jewish leaders, he come back. He said, well, listen, this Christ now, this gospel is for all of us, Jews, Greek, Gentiles. It doesn't matter. Why? Because there's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. And they are now, they are now, when we become in Christ, guess what? We are a new man or a new person. And therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, your old things have become new. And God, through Jesus Christ, reconciled us or received us into favor and brought us into harmony with himself. Hallelujah. And gave to us this ministry, all of us, to bring others also into harmony with Jesus. And for our sake, he made, he made Christ to be seen. God made Christ to be seen. So Christ is going to bring all of us back in harmony with God. And God has, he made Christ to be seen, seen on the cross. When Jesus was on that cross, he felt and went through every infirmity, every disease, everything that can imaginably happen to a person, past, present, or the future. Jesus is it and took it on on the cross. He was made sin, he who knew no sin, so that in and through him, all of us might become examples of the righteousness of God, approved, already approved, and acceptable. Stop trying to get your friends and the, and the world to approve and accept you. You don't need them to validate you. You've already been approved and acceptable and in right relationship back with God. Now let's go to, to Ephesians, the second chapter, and begin reading at the 11th verse. And you know, 85% of the book of Ephesians is actually duplicated elsewhere in Paul's writings, especially in the book of Colossians. You may see it almost identical in certain passages. You know, Jews and Gentiles now have been reconciled through Christ. And the 11th verse says, Therefore, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands. But remember that at the time you were separated from Christ, Jews uh, separated you from Christ, excluded you from citizenship in Israel, and foreigners to the covenants of the promise. And you had without hope. And without God in the world, the 13th verse, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. 14th verse, for he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one and has destroyed that barrier or that separation between Jews and Gentiles the dividing wall of hostility. And the 15th verse says, By setting aside in his flesh the law with 
its commands and regulations, purpose was to create in himself, Jesus' purpose now was to create in himself one new humanity out of two, thus making peace. Do you understand this? Making one new humanity out of two, thus making peace. That's the word of God. And just like in a marriage, two become as one and should make peace. And, you know, it goes and says, how can the two walk together unless they agree, unless you be in harmony? And that's when you'll have peace. 16 verse, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross. See, it's all through the cross. By which he out of which he put to death all of the hostility. The 17th verse, he came, Jesus came, he came and preached to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him, we both have now access to the Father by one spirit. I'm going to take the text uh, from Ephesians, the second chapter, and the 15th verse. And it says, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and all its regulations, his purpose, Jesus' purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death all their hostility. I want to use for a subject out of that passage a subject, the new man in Paul, the new man in Paul. You know today if you are a believer, you can shout out right now, that I'm a new man, I am a new person, I'm a new woman, I'm a new boy, I'm a new girl. That's right, right now in Christ Jesus. This, All right. I noticed that, you know, I've, I've been listening to uh, a lot of the songs and music, and, and I read a lot of Apostle Paul's epistles, and I've noticed from my background in the business of music, that the lyrics to many of the contemporary Christian music that we hear on the radio today are actually from the writings of Paul's epistles. A lot of the lyrics are the, the scriptures of Paul's epistles that they have in contemporary Christian music today. You may not be familiar with it, uh, may, may not be familiar with the tune, but you have to acknowledge the word when you hear it. So Ephesians, the second chapter, 11 verses, it said, Therefore remember that formerly you are Gentiles by birth and called un uncircumcised by those who call themselves uh, uh, circumcised and all. And so we see there that there's a, this passage of scriptures is dealing with the fact that now the Gentile nation can come in, that's right, and can know of this gospel, know of the word of Almighty God through Christ Jesus, hallelujah, through the cross, because of the cross, because of Jesus' shed blood at the cross. And so we see now that uh, we are no longer what they were calling strangers on the land, but we are now fellow citizens with God and God's people, and we are also members of his household, the household of faith, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. I'm picking it up now in the 19th verse and in, in the 21st verse, and in him, 
The whole building is joined together. So Jesus is the chief cornerstone of the building. You know, when they build a building, the first thing they do, uh, you know, they want to lay out the cornerstone. And Jesus is the chief cornerstone to this building, this spiritual building. See, we've been working on a building that's not made with hands, but eternal in the heavens. And this building, this whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. The 22nd verse, and in him, you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. God's spirit is living in us. That's why he's with you everywhere you go, because he's already in you. I don't care where you go. He's in you. He's with you. He's in you. That's right. And so Paul gives us a summary at a, out, of, out of all of his writings and, and all of his epistles. He gives us a summary of the theme of his letter that the gospel is the power of God for salvation. To everyone, somebody, everyone, everyone, I don't care who you are, care if you made some mistakes last night, I don't care if you fell short, but it, it is the gospel with the power of God for salvation to everyone who will believe, who have faith. And so, yes, to the Jew first, but now also to the Greek, the Gentiles. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed through faith for faith. And Paul teaches that salvation from sin is only possible through faith, through those who believe. And to maintain faith and hope in the resurrection of Jesus. That's right. And raise up faithful leaders. We are to raise up some faithful leaders. We got to go out and make disciples out of people. That's right. Teach them the good news about Jesus. That's right. Somebody needs to know Jesus. And I'm afraid that the only Jesus people will ever know or see is you is what they see in you and I. So be careful how you leading people because you are leading people when you don't even realize you're in the front of the line. And we must focus on the scriptures, unified message. These scriptures is unified. It has a unified message that will lead you to salvation in Jesus. And Paul here said in order to persuade them to build up a peaceful and close relationship between the house and the church. If you notice in, in Paul's writings, it's telling you how to live peaceful in your house, how to live as a godly person in your house, as a, how to lead your household, it tells you, it goes and tells you how to be how to be a leader. And it says when you whenever the church is looking for leaders in the church, it's supposed to go and look for those who is doing, have peace in the house, who can lead and have harmony in the house, who can handle finances of their own house before they try to come and handle things in the church. And so uh, Paul is where you, where you have all of this, how to live a moral life, how to live peaceful in a peaceful community, how to have a peaceful neighborhood, how you to love each other, how, and those are some moral laws in his teaching, and there are some spiritual laws in it, how you can get along, and why you trying to get along, to live on, and how you can get your soul right, hallelujah, to meet the maker one day. And so this is how to build a closer relationship between your house and the church. And Paul thinks 
include the righteousness of a person, to bring you back in right standing with God. Reconciliation, it's, it's about grace, and we all already know it's about grace, but it's about justification too. We are justified by faith, sanctification, and the redemption. We have been redeemed when Jesus went to the cross, and his writer is going to talk about the cross. And so as we see the new man in Paul, there is also a new you, and there is a new me. We too, as believers, if you are now a believer, you have had a, a Damascus Road conversion. And if you're not a believer, we invite you right now to get out on the road to Damascus. Hallelujah. Jesus will show you light. He will meet you there. Hallelujah. And Paul, he went from Saul to Paul. He went from a sinner to a sinner saved by grace. And that's what we are today. We are sinners saved by grace. The scripture said we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All of us, not because we uh, did so many sins on a checklist, but because we are born of the sinful nature of Adam. And so Paul here, he went from the bottom to the top, from the head and no longer the tail. And we're the same way as believers now. Don't let anyone take this from you. You have gone from the bottom to the top, from the head, and you're no longer the tail, from darkness, and you're now into the marvelous light. You've been changed. You are a new person, a new creation, a new creature who has been bought with a price. What price is it, preacher? Jesus shed blood on the cross. Was your deposit, was it the payment? And it was the last payment that was paid for our redemption. Hallelujah. Somebody tell God thank you. When you owe the landlord, when you owe the mortgage, when you owe the car payment, you got to put down a down payment, put down a deposit. Then you got to be faithful with the payments. And then you looking for the day to make that last payment. And then you get your redemption. What? What is redemption? If it's a house, you get the deed. If it's, that's right, if it's a car, you get the title. Hallelujah. And so Jesus has already paid the price. He shed blood on the cross. He paid the deposit, made the payments on time, and he made that last payment when he said it is finished. And he nailed it to the cross and, and hung his head. Hallelujah. And I'm, I'm reminded of a songwriter now, wrote a song, said, I owe it all to Jesus. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. A sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. And whereby thy grace to claim, I washed my garments white in the blood of the Calvary's lamb. But Jesus paid it all. All to him. Somebody said, all to him I owe. I am redeemed. I've been bought with the price. Jesus has changed my whole life. And if anybody asks you who I am, you tell him, tell him, tell him that I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed. I've been bought with a price. And I tell of his favor. I tell of his love. I tell of his goodness to me. Hallelujah. He purchased my redemption with his own precious blood. And from sin, I've now been set free. And Paul says, what I've got, I didn't get from man. 
Well, how did you get it, Paul? Well, by the revelation of Jesus the Christ, the ascended Lord, the resurrected Lord, that makes all the difference in the world. And Paul says, I now preach Jesus and him crucified. Well, was it for crimes that I have done? Yes. He crawled up on a tree, Jesus did. Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond degree. The song says, for it was at the cross. Somebody said at the cross. It had the cross where I first saw the light. And the burden of my heart was rolled away. And if it was rolled away then, why are you keep rolling it back? It was rolled away then. And now I can hear Apostle Paul saying, it was there by faith that I received my sight. And now I am happy all the day. Hallelujah. Somebody tell God, thank you. This gospel is based on the fact that Jesus died. Jesus paid the sin debt. And just right, he defeated death and hell and Satan. And Jesus arose victoriously from the dead. And now he can proclaim that his life can be our life. And because he arose from the dead, we have already ourselves risen from death spiritually. And one day, one day we're going to be resurrected to a new life. That's right. This old body, this mortal going to put on immortality. No more sickness, no more dying, no more pain, and no more suffering. That's right. One day, hallelujah, we're going to be resurrected. We're going to have a glorious body from the dead. Hallelujah. And Jesus was made in the likeness of men, put on a body to look like a man, humanity, and being found in fashion as a man. Jesus humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even at the death of the cross. And wherefore God also have highly exalted Jesus and given him a name which is above every name. For at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, and every tongue is going to confess of the things in heaven and the things on earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue is going to confess that Jesus, Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. That's right. In the name of Jesus. And whatever you're going through, apply the name of Jesus to it. Call it out. You got power in your tongue. Power with the word. Put the word of God on your situation right now and use the name of Jesus. That's right. And it's Satan going to have to bow down to the word of God. Hallelujah. That sickness that's trying to overtake you will have to bow down and yield to the name of Jesus. It says in the scripture, it says everything in heaven, things on earth, and things under the earth. It's going to have to bow down when they hear the name of Jesus. Glory be to the God our Father. And, and Apostle Paul says that what is extraordinary about the birth of Jesus is that it shows God shifting from the divine to the humanity. Hallelujah. And if you declare, the scripture says in Romans, the 10th chapter and the 8th verse, and churches are so familiar with this at altar to call. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Did you hear that? 
That's why it says, if you declare. That's why we should declare and decree it. If you're a believer, you got the power. You got to make it with your mouth. That's right. Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. The scripture said, you shall be saved. If you declare this situation, put the word of God on it with your mouth, and you're going to be saved from that situation and destruction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, if there's one this morning, hallelujah, you need to make up in your mind right now. You see how the world is turning upside down. You need to believe on this Jesus. Believe on this gospel. That's right. You may say you believe, but, yeah, are you bold enough to speak it and say, I believe? Will you believe it in your heart? Not just in your mind, that's your intelligence, but will you put it in your heart? Hallelujah. So you need to recognize that you need a Savior because you, we all are a sinner, and we have to. We have to acknowledge that Jesus is our Lord and accept him to be our Lord and Savior. It's just that easy. Pray with me. Our Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. I need a Savior. And I ask Jesus the Christ to come into my heart right now. Save me, Lord. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me a new person. Hallelujah. I've done some wrong, and Lord, I am accepting you as my Lord and Savior. Be the Lord of my life. Be Lord over my mind, my body. Lord over my soul. Lord over my finances. I yield to you now, and I want to thank you now for saving my soul from a burning hell. Hallelujah. Somebody tell God, thank you, because that's a gift. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Therefore, if anyone be in Christ, he's a new creature, and his new creation has now come. Once you just prayed that prayer, the old has gone now. You are new, and today is the first day of the rest of your life. Remember, true community church, where everybody is somebody, and Jesus is Lord.
You better go ahead and give him a praise. Give him a shout. Glory to God. (laughs) All right. We are right at 12 minutes. 12 minutes before the hour of 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And what a wonderful Sunday morning we've had thus far. And I pray that you've enjoyed the music also as well. Look, I want to send my love out to all of you so much. Those of you that are reaching out in the communities and Speaking to the youth to let them know that Jesus loved them right where they are. I also want to remind those of you to tune in on Monday morning at 9.30 a.m. Joining us uh, and the NFI team It's Reverend Robert E. Ellison. He is the writer and author of The Biblical Insight of Coping with Chaos. And he's going to be joining us Every Monday morning, 9.30 a.m. with Approaching the Finish Line radio broadcast. 
He started last Monday, and what a powerful word he came with on last Monday. And he's going to be back tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m. sharp Eastern Standard Time, live right here on this network. Again, that's Reverend Robert E. Ellison out of Fort Washington, Maryland, with Approaching the Finish Line radio broadcast, 9.30 a.m. Monday morning to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Coming up a little later, 11.30 a.m. this morning, is General Overseer William Eli Ratcliffe, pastor of the Lincoln Park Holiness Church, located at 13 Heath Street, Raleigh, North Carolina, with the True Vine Time radio broadcast. All that and more gospel music all the way up to 8 o'clock tonight. And those of you Super Bowl fans that's going for Kansas City Chiefs, well, I've got great news to tell you. It's so great that you may not like to hear what I'm going to tell you. I'm going for San Francisco 49ers and my good friend McCaffrey. You remember McCaffrey, right? Used to be the running back for the Carolina Panthers, right? You remember he was traded and left uh, Carolina Panthers and went to San Francisco. And guess what? He's going to bring that Super Bowl championship back here to Carolina right today. Don't miss out on it. All right. It's all starting at 8.30 a.m. kickoff time, and I'm going to be right there watching every second of the game. And I hope hope the officials call a, 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 a right game. You know what I mean? There's no, uh, you know, side cheating on going on. You know, I always say how many uh Football players are on the field, but when you add on with the officials, then if, if you got the officials on on your side, then uh, you got more than the other team players. So we just hope it be a balance and be a good game and a fair game. All right, let's get back with more gospel music right here from the NL5 studios. Very pleasant. Good morning to you.
just want y'all to tell it, old devil. Sugar, give it to me lightly. Tell it, old devil, this for me. Dear Lord. Tell him I said,
confess. 